0: The SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario, Jim K. Ford and Popeye Supplements Ottawa. Get into the best shape of your life right now at Popeye Supplements, Ottawa. Now until Thursday, December 3rd, it's their Cyber Week sale featuring buy one, get one free on selected items. There are fantastic deals throughout the store, including PVL Whey Gold Protein Shake Mix. Buy one, get the second for only $9.99. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't miss Cyber Week at Popeye Supplements with six Ottawa locations to serve you. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. You know, for years now, Jim K. Ford has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, mowing, whatever, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions from small delivery vans right up to the powerful F750. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know and they can probably find it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, a full service commercial and fleet dealership, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or tour their virtual showroom at jimkford.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Hey everyone, welcome to the SWPY. It's a podcast about sports and whatever. With a new episode every weekday. What? It's Steve and Jimmy back again schmoozing it up. James, how are things? What? what? <laughs> That's
1: my Phil Dunphy. I don't, I don't mind that. Well, how many shows are there you know? Trying to mix up a intro. I, you do a great job. When I think back, that we're, I don't know how many shows—three hundred
0: 350? How many shows are we in? What? what uh, we? I think we're four fifteen, something like that. What? Okay. <laughs> <There you laughs> see, it's fun, right? Four four fifty.
1: You know what, uh, Stevie? Uh, before I tell you about what I cooked earlier, uh, you know how I—you know how you hate short forms, or I hate short forms. Yes, right? so I hate I them form. too. I hate them too. And uh, when I gave you the hundy p. Yeah. For the 100%. And you just, you, you just stop, okay? You just stop. Just don't, just don't. Jimmy, can we go on an hour? Hundy P, Hundy P, uh, or or word. My daughter's giving me that one these days.
0: Well, see, I'm something I, of a wordsmith. I like the language. I like English. I just feel like we're going to get to a point now with all this short form that we have on texting and mm-hmm. things like that, and we're just going to be grunting at each other before long. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Oh, hello, well, well, well. Yeah. Um
1: Here's the one I, I, I got a buddy though Steve does this all the time, okay, and I I, I just about want to throat punch him <laughs> like Uncle on it, okay, every right. time, Steve. okay yeah. So no matter what number you give him, okay, this is how he breaks it down. So you're for example, you, you just said, well, we're episode number 419, okay? My buddy goes, "Wow, Kevin Lowe, Larry Robinson, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no dude. No. Yeah. No, you know, we're, we're not doing that. We're not, you know. Well, how was that? that you, know,
0: you know who always did it, that too? Was JR, our former co host on TSN 1200. And he, that's, uh, he got a kick out of doing that, but that's how he'd remember everything as well. And I got to say, because I was constantly forgetting my employee number, I'm filling out my timesheet and I was like, oh, God, what's my freaking employee number? And then uh, he looked over my shoulder. Well, here's how you remember it it's, uh, you know, Alish Hemsky, Tony Esposito. Oh no!
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no! You can't, you can't do that.
0: Well, I don't you know? go around saying it, but it was a good memory technique anyway.
1: Yeah, here's how. I, here's the number. Uh, here's the number, Jr. That I remember for you. Okay, knock it off with the with the number thing. <laughs> well, okay? that's not about a number that? at all. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> that's not. No, it isn't. But yeah, yeah, 88. eighty-eight, nine. Oh yeah, sure. Eric Lindros, Bobby Hull. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah anyway. it's not very fun socially just a good memory technique i do not endorse it as far as uh social jibber jabber yeah all that. well they you know or else guys do it all the time
1: okay tons of guys do it steve giving you their golf score okay mm-hmm. they, you know what, what'd what you fire today oh, yeah, i was fed or off right what what what's federal what you know
0: 91 i i don't know what 99 Give yeah, me, I'm, not, some, even give happy, give I'm give not even happy. I'm not even happy with a snowman, to be honest. You fire an eight yeah, the, in a hole and a snowman.
1: Yeah. Lindros is the 88. Yeah, yeah. the, the snowman. snowman. Yeah, sure. Yeah, got the snowman, the uh the hockey sticks. Okay. The hockey sticks. I, yeah. I, I don't know. 77, I think. I don't know. That's what right. it is. Yeah. Yep. The hockey sticks. Anyway. Here's the other thing, Stevie. Uh, I know uh, earlier when we spoke earlier today, you just had
0: you had a big meal. You had the big pasta chicken creamy sauce deal. Right. Yes. It's nice. so good. It was a nice rosé tomato sauce in there as well. And it was one yeah. of those frozen dinners that's just absolutely chock-full of chicken. Oh, there you go. And nice in the those things are, can be nice in the
1: morning, too. Not not it's not just for dinner anymore. No bad time. Here's what I did, Steve. Um big Ukrainian population here in Alberta. Okay. Okay. Edmonton, North, Vegreville, big big Ukrainian town. Um that uh, in fact they're they're town monument steven vegar i'm not being funny is a huge ukrainian egg is their, is their is their deal so
0: what's a ukrainian egg it's kind of like a painted egg okay you know?
1: looks looks like i don't know. look it up you'll see it's like a special painting egg right. i think okay uh, i should i should know more about this but anyway lots of ukrainian so the main staple steve pierogies right i hear aj Jakubek talks about that all the time right on yeah exactly so uh eating the pierogies right because he went over to the, to the ukraine i think on one of his trips he must be ukrainian i guess i think he, he? is Jackie? yeah that, that all makes sense now it's Doesn't all coming it? together I love no, he's italian fits. jim every year <laughs> <laughs> every year he goes back to czechoslovakia because uh, it's kind of near his homeland that's what he does yeah uh Anyway, Steve, so I got the bag of pierogies. You can cook them a couple of different ways. You, 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 you cook them frozen. You get them from, you know, leave them frozen all the time. Yeah. So you're putting them in the boiling water, Steve, like pasta. Stir it around a little bit. They're eight, nine minutes. Beautifully stuffed with cheese, Steve. You know, they are they look like uh, they they look like dumplings that you would know from a Japanese restaurant. Or, you know, you know what dumplings look like, the little yes. half moon shape. And
0: like I know that. what pierogies look like too.
1: Well, there you go. Okay, so you got those. Or you can pan fry them. Okay. Uh, on the instructions, Steve, I, I, I'm i not quite sure how they want you to figure this out, okay? It's pretty straightforward. Boil the water, okay? Throw the pierogies in there, Yeah. okay? And then they hit you with this one, Steve. The pierogies are ready when the internal temperature is 110 degrees. Okay. What, what, how do we, okay Okay. What, how are we going to do this one? How am I... How, what am I stabbing a pierogi with? What? Well, how do, like, well, one of inter-
0: well, those meat thermometers you poke the turkey with. Well, fair enough, Stevie. If it's a roast of
1: beef, or a or a, or a big turkey, or a chicken, or something, you're trying to. What am I going to do with with the internal temperature? Who gives a shit what the internal temperature
0: is? Right, and it's I not like sure. it's not like it's a cheese. It's cheese at the end of the day. Potato. It's like none of that is going to kill you if you eat it undercooked. For example.
1: Yeah, I'm not, this isn't a forensics laboratory here, Steve, where they can figure everything out, you know?
0: I just, leave that off, leave that off the instructions, okay? Can I submit to you this, pierogies, overrated. Oh, no, what? Yeah, every pierogi I've ever had, and uh, AJ listens in once in a while, he'll be coming through. He wouldn't be coming through the radio in a podcast. He'd be coming through the dashboard or coming through his iPhone right now. Right, his, his laptop. Um, mm-hmm. But every every pierogi I've ever had just tasted like uh, a piece of dough that's cooked okay, and then inside it, it's like, what is that orange mashed potatoes? What is that? It kind of tastes cheesy, well, not cheesy, that che- not cheese. that cheesy though.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to get a good cheese one.
0: Yeah, like I want a pizza pop. Like I want a hot pocket or something. That's cheese here's what you're not doing everyone's forgetting so
1: you get the pierogies cooked onto the plate stevie now they got a little cheese filling in uh-huh. okay it's the sour cream steve and the bacon bits yes. and the little uh the chives a little bit right. of onion all that sort of stuff you got to add all that just like you would a potato that tastes
0: like no good unless you get the salt and pepper going and everything uh-huh. you know the- Like a potato skins at a sports bar or something like that with the cheese and all the stuff on there and then the sour cream in there. Hey, can you tell, ladies and gentlemen, it's dinner time as we record this? (laughs) (laughs) Steve and Jimmy might be having the old grumbling stomachs going here as we record this. Do you
1: you know what else I did, Steve? And we'll leave the food thing. Um, You know, gnocchi. I don't know if I told you this. I I forget. No, we've done 4,000 shows. Yeah, I don't like that either. What's that? Gnocchi? Yeah. How about this, Steve? I learned how to make it. All right. It can't be much different than making pasta. Well, no, no. Steve, not not like making the gnocchi balls myself from scratch.
0: Right. Uh, like making pasta from scratch. Well, I don't know. How do you make pasta from scratch? Well, you mix up a bunch of flour and eggs and all that <laughs> you stuff. Don't I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know all the ingredients that go into pasta, but I do know that you can make it from scratch, and you can certainly make gnocchi from scratch. In fact, Steve, it had, gnocchi
1: has nothing to do with pasta. Nothing at all. You're going to boil some potatoes. This is what gnocchi is. You're going to boil some potatoes, okay? You're going to mash them up, okay? You mash them up, Stevie. Mash them all up. And then you're going to roll it into flour. You're going to make little balls of the mashed potato. and you, you roll that into flour. Actually, you do the big mound of it first. And then you break it all. You roll it into flour, so you Press it, get all the flour through. And then you pinch off little balls. Little gnocchi balls, okay? So now you have these floured potato balls, Steve, mm-hmm. to turn it into gnocchi, back into the boiling water for about 30 seconds. That's what gnocchi is. No, huh. no, nothing, nothing to do with pasta. Don't question my gnocchi. I'm pretty sp- sure
0: gnocchi is a pasta, my friend. You think it is, but it's not. All right. Yeah. They, you can email they, the program, ladies and gentlemen, Steve w Project at com. Is gnocchi a pasta or not? <laughs> Of all the things I had lined up, I didn't know that would be our poll question of the day.
1: Well, that's how I... I, I got it off Jamie Oliver. I love that guy. You know Jamie Oliver. The, the, Isn't the he in
0: financial guy. ruin these, these days? No,
1: don't tell me. That. I thought he was a zillionaire. No, oh, yeah. Okay. Ja- Jamie Oliver's cooking.
0: Excuse the pun. Unless there's a story there somewhere uh, as you look yeah, it up. I think, um, yeah, his restaurant chain... I know went under, called Jamie's Italian, so he had a failed Italian restaurant chain. Oh. And uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, they all declared bankruptcies, and uh, he spoke about needing to pump 25 million of his own savings into his Italian restaurant to try and save it, and that failed. But who talks about savings and being 25 mil in my savings account? Yeah. You'll yeah. be all right. A guy's fine. anyway. Uh, okay, that's the food thing. There we go. Okay, yeah, I, I think Jamie Oliver's great. Yeah, no, no, uh, no issues there whatsoever. Yeah, he's the
1: guy who teaches you all
0: these fifteen-minute meals, Stevie. It's
1: great. I Check bet he out.
0: would know that gnocchi is is pasta or not. That's where I learned how to do it from Jamie Oliver. Well, be that as it may, he would be able to define what gnocchi actually is. It's 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 reboiled mashed potatoes, really right? But always. I think it's kind of pasta because I think it's. I think you put it under the if you're putting foods in categories, you would put gnocchi under pasta. Well, I how do you make pasta then? Do you roll it in potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move right along. Let the listener decide. Four nineteen, okay. Mark the day and maybe the last show. <laughs> yeah. This is a Nyaki has been our undoing. Just yeah, this podcast okay. machine that's been rolling along since mid March of twenty nineteen, every single weekday. It was Nyaki. Let the record show it was Nyaki that knocked it, us off. It was a Nyaki show. It knocked right. us off uh okay let's talk a little nhl um the latest on the nhl and when the hell it's gonna start again i mean if you're an ottawa senator fan think about them for a minute like their last game was march 11th march 11th so and and now it's like so even if they got going on january 1st you know we're talking a a 10-month span between games and it's you think it's i mean this is a team too that has been near the bottom of the standings the last three years, the right. bottom of the attendance side of things, and a 10-month layoff on top of that. At least there's a little bit of excitement going on with uh, with Tim Stutzley. He's their number three overall draft selection. They brought in a new goalie in Matt Murray, who's won a couple of Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh. And so there's there's at least something to get get you kind of pumped for a new season. But I, I really, this this layoff couldn't have come at, at a worse time Because uh, you think about, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the games. Um, There's been this long layoff. Last year was weird. And there's always that concept of, and there's also the distaste for the owner as well. Um, It's not really good business at this stage of the game to give fans a chance to discover uh, other things to do with this crazy amount of time and money um, that they'd be saving or that they, they would be spending if the NHL uh, were rolling along here. So it's, uh, it's probably poor timing, but again, at least there are some things to be excited about around this team.
1: Well, you know, the, the, the sports world, uh, I was looking at some uh, notes uh, today as I, as I flipped through them, and um, the, the Gen, Gen Z crowd, Steve, are, are people born after 1996. Mm-hmm. So those, those people are 24 years old. And uh, we had Mayhew on, you know, to talk about uh, the world of sports yesterday and media buys and these massive, these these massive deals, you know, that Roger made for Rogers made for I don't know twelve billion or something. Or well, by billion. the way, was
0: he any good? I mean, wasn't that great? Yeah, I mean, he's so articulate, and uh, we worked for the guy for a decade. I don't think we ever once had him on the show, which I now realize was an absolute error by us. Yeah, and uh,
1: slick, okay, super slick, and 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 knows that he's been in the media his whole life since he's been eighteen years old. And he just turned sixty, so 40, 40 plus years, you know. Um, anyway, a, a lot of the talk, right, is about uh, how are you going to generate bigger audiences now because the audiences are going down. Okay, so some are, some aren't, but but in the big picture, um, the younger you got you got to get to the younger people, Steve. Right, to do this. So I'm getting back to what you're talking about here with the sends, you mm-hmm. know, to get to get people to go to the games. But there's so many other distractions. So COVID is kicking the shit out of you and I with things to do what we normally would do, but it's not with these kids. Right? They're they're gamers, they're they they play esports, they're you know, my kids on it all day, uh uh to the point of annoying a little bit, but but that's what they do, right? That's what they do. And um I don't know whether you know, two things. First of all, I think the league's got to shut it down right now. Okay. There's I, like here, Stevie, now it's, a, it's like an emergency alert they put out a couple of days ago, big restrictions here in Edmonton, big ones now. Okay. Virtually no social social gatherings. And if it is, it's really almost not worth it, you know? Uh, okay. 10 people can go to church or something or, or yeah. you know, 15 can go to a funeral a wedding reception is you're not allowed you're not allowed to have any social stuff you know so it, uh,
0: it's by really contrast a, by the way i've played 3 i'm going to have 3 beer league hockey games this week and i'm i will have gone to two restaurants with my wife this week so it's a little different on ontario well totally different yeah totally i'm in, i'm in full
1: lockdown here yeah uh pr- pretty much so how's that going to you know so how's that going to affect the hockey well well, first of all, right now, I think they got to just put it on the back burner instead of the, these updates that, I, I get it that you're going to give an update, but but it's always going to be footnoted with the same thing all the time, mm-hmm. you know, depending on them, de- you know, depending on COVID, depending on COVID. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of ridiculous that they're doing that. Now, all that being said, it may it may equate uh, eventually to lower ticket prices, Um because everyone's staying at home you've got your big streaming services that you use for hockey you've got that red zone thing which is absolutely brilliant um that that whole idea uh again red zone as you explained it to me is a, a channel that you get and they pump the highlights out of every game when they're inside the 20.
0: Yeah it's an NFL network I think it's an NFL network uh, product uh, I don't know if the NHL has a, has its own red zone version. I do I do know Sportsnet mus- messes around with something. I see it on Twitter every once in a while, but I haven't seen it. But in particular, the NFL, it's really good in that it's just a channel you go to, and I think it's an NFL Network product, and they show you anytime a team is in the red zone, they just bounce around the NFL, just giving you everything. Because when you watched NFL in the 80s, you know, I always used to get pumped. I'm watching a game, but then Bob Costas would come on, and that music would come on. It's like, oh, let's head to Denver and see what's happening there. And then mm-hmm. you see what happened. You're like, you perk right up. Like, well, what's the big play? And and that's kind of the concept that they were working off when they came up with the red zone as a channel. So if you've got like eight games on the go uh, on your pro line, or you bet you gambled a bunch or whatever, this is a gambler's paradise for sure. Yeah, cool.
1: And And and. You know, onto another. So I think COVID actually, like, how are they going to possibly have games and charge someone one hundred and forty bucks for a ticket, right? Well, after
0: everyone's come through what we've come through, for however long that takes. Well, wait, right? don't you think it'll be more expensive given that it'll be more exclusive, and that you'll have there'll be fewer well, no one opportunities, has any dope, Steve. fewer opportunities to be at the game? I know that doesn't necessarily mean the owners are going to give their their tickets away. Well, I, I'm
1: no i don't think it's going to raise prices i think you know because of the the economic hit would be the obvious why they're going to have to lower prices they're trying to defer these salaries and stuff so they can make it work too Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know the answer to that by the way I'm, i'm it's not like i'm challenging you on the perspective of i happen to know i was just more projecting in my own mind that i would have thought that you know supply and demand right there's only say let's say when they get started, they start letting fans into NHL games, I would have thought there'd be maybe 5,000. And because it's exclusive, as we saw with the Montreal Alouettes, when they moved from the Big O into McGill, a smaller stadium, everybody got more fired up because it was harder to get a ticket. And when things become harder to get, people pay more for them. Right.
1: Um, a- anyway, that's that's my opinion that I think it'll keep it low. Right. The other, the other interesting thing is, Steve, about about sports when you talk about the sends trying to come back and stuff like that. And you, and you, you, you must get to the young crowd. Okay. You got to get to the young people. If you're going to have any success in anything. Okay. In this case, sports, if you're going to do it and all the, all the powers that be say that you got to you got to cater to these young kids to get them involved. Mm-hmm. The, the difficulty they're saying now, Steve, with trying to get kids involved as spectators, fans, uh, game, you know, game day goers, uh, is they're into the they're into the instant play here, Steve? Okay, they need to know now. Okay, TikTok, all that shit is all ten seconds, five seconds, uh, and they want to know right away, and they want it quicker than right away. And the difficulty they're going to see with that is trying to get, promote sports where kids go. I went to that game the other day. It was three freaking hours, you know, or two and a half hours or three hours. Yeah. And I was going bananas, you know. <laughs> it's like, um, it's it, and they break it down, Steve. Like they 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 break some of those games down, like a baseball game, NFL football game, or a hockey game, or a basketball game, and they break it down to uh, action. How much is actual action? How much is non-action? And how much is commercials? That time, and I I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but but in all the time, Steve. The action part is the lowest number by far, by far in a football game. Right. It's like, it's like uh, the action in a football game, Steve. Okay, so it's an hour, uh, right? 15 minute quarters, it's an hour. The actual action, Steve, is 18 minutes or something. Right. The, these are interesting times if you're you know, in, in the sports world, uh, what's going to happen. And the television presentations are so good, right? But they're, they're going to they're gonna have to do something about it. You know, uh, be, because the kids don't have the attention span.
0: Yeah, them. I agree. And it, and I was going to chime in on that. And it's not so much just attention span as we always think of it. as like, you know, the people want some. It's like, it's actually physiological now because, guy, you know, kids are on social media and a lot of them have been raised on it now. People in their early 20s, they've had a cell phone for as long as they can remember. And they, you think about social media, whether whatever platform you're dealing with, and you think about the likes that people get on their posts, um, you know, positive reinforcements, the endorphin rush they, they physically get from all of those things, um, it keeps them engaged. Oh, there's another like, another like, another like. Oh, right. so-and-so th- said I look pretty there. So-and-so said that was cool. And it's physiological. And so if that's being fed to them, this endorphin rush on a daily basis, multiple times per day, well then, the traditional sports model that they're being asked to embrace—I mean, to, by comparison, it looks like Grandpa droning on uh, this really boring anecdote over Christmas dinner. Like it's—it puts them to sleep, and mm-hmm. uh, that's that's for sure a challenge. And there's no question about right. that. And that's why gambling is big. Gambling will give someone that that uh, that endorphin rush. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a fan of a team, like I'd argue. Today, there are fewer sports fans watching neutral games than ever before. Like, if you're a Sens fan, for example, you're all in on the Sens. Right. But if, you know, a game was on between Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh, you know, it's it's kind of hard to embrace because maybe you don't have any emotion, uh, connect, emotional connection to either side. You're not watching the game for the game's sake. Uh, you have to have something mm-hmm. that's driving you, something that's really uh, piquing your interest or as a as a young person or a, a Gen Z as you reference them as right. um it's a it's a no fly zone
1: well well, the other thing that's that's going to have to be fixed uh Steve is the amount of commercials and the length of commercials uh This is not me making this up. this is some discussion I had with some guys earlier in the week um, and and we talked about it on the suspendables um and and that, and also on the curling show, right? Warren, you know Warren, like he's freaking out about the game of curling. It's got to change, man. It's got to like it's mm-hmm. going to go in the freaking tank because of how long it takes, right? And how many commercials there are and all that stuff. And so this has a lot to uh, a lot to do with all all of that, you know that you know 18, 30 minutes of commercials in a one hour actual game, you know, in a in a two and a half hour presentation. It's kids are going to zone out, right? Kids are going to zone out. One of the things that is begging to happen, I think, Stevie Boy, um, is you've got Amazon worth, what, seven kazillion? Uh, you've got Apple worth about seven quadrillion. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is now worth 17 kazillion, okay? <laughs> so You're dazzling us right now with your research. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When are these guys going to get into the game here, Stevie, yeah. of sports? When, when, they, when is, uh, uh, um, like Mayhew said yesterday on the suspendables, when, when is Apple going to come forward and go to the NFL going, okay, so CBS, Steve, paid the NCAA billions and billions of dollars, okay, to cover, to co- to cover sports, to broadcast sports, billions. Mark's, you know, Mark was saying making this point going, here, here's what might happen is Apple, who's got so much freaking cash, may come forward and go, okay, I'll tell you what, we're going to buy them out. We'll, we'll buy out that deal, okay? We'll, we'll give you th- their money. We'll pay them, okay? And we're going to give you $100 billion a year. Right.
0: Or something, you know? And, and so now it'll all be streamed. Well, there's no question we're heading, we're heading for a, a model, a world where there's only going to be a, about 10 companies. You know, there'll be, let's say it's Apple, they'll control all media, you know, let's say it's uh, I don't know, Loblaw's or whatever. They, they they'll control all the world's you know food. It, mm-hmm. It's just going to be ten companies running the entire planet.
1: Well, in this case, right? In this case too, it's 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 going to change the whole the whole mesh of, of how you watch sports right. when these streaming guys get involved. You know.
0: Uh, well, they get to make up most be- of the money, and they're growing, whereas the traditional broadcast models of TV and radio. No matter how much you're in love with them, those are shrinking. And you're right about commercials. Like, I love the NFL as much as anybody. And, uh, like, God almighty, are there a lot of commercials happening in the National Football League. Commercials, advertising, very important. This show wouldn't exist without it. We love our sponsors. However, yeah. it seems like in an NFL game, it's just like, okay, uh, he, uh, you know, there's the touchdown. Let's take a break. Come back, kick the convert. Oh, let's take a break. Oh, opening uh, right. uh, the, the, the ensuing kickoff, uh, first we're going to take a break. It's just unbelievable right. how much advertising there is right now. And it's the same I mean, when I'm watching standard TV every once in a while. I hardly watch cable TV at all anymore. But when I do, man, like the, the incessant commercial interruptions while you're trying to watch a movie when we've been used to for the last decade watching Netflix mm-hmm. where there are no breaks, oh my God, it's it, it, you can't even condone it. It's crazy, right? Base, baseball has it half right, half wrong. So, b- baseball has
1: the, the the half wrong stuff exactly what you're talking about. Okay, commercial long commercial break, one minute ads, thirty like a, away from the game for three minutes. You got to stop the game. People are trying to watch it live. They're in the stadium and they're and they're sitting there waiting for the red light to go off. You know because, because they've been away for commercial, right? Break. Especially in especially in hockey, it's so annoying. Totally, right? the players are ready to go and and they're going. No, hang on. There's still two and a half minutes of ads. It's <laughs> a red light still on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, where God, that yeah. light is at. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, where they do have it right is they banner everything, you know, and they give they give name mentions on stuff and they present this pitch and this pitching change and, and it only takes five seconds. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, and they do a bunch of that, right? And that's where the sports is going to have to go. That's what they're saying. That you got to get rid of the 30 second ad or the one minute ad and... And now it's going to have to go like like stuff that pops up on YouTube when you look at it, right? Five second ad, right? Stuff like that. So, all right. Um,
0: so let's get it back to the NHL. Um, the, the headline I read today was that uh, they're still targeting January first, and it's like, come on, isn't it? it, it just we just tur- we just yeah. turned the calendar over into December. It's not happening, you know. Let's let's maybe start to look at more realistic dates like mid January, late January, February first, something like that. You think about it, like even if they announced a return to play, Jimmy, Mm -hmm. teams would need, first of all, some time to get the players together from all over the world, wherever they are. Then you got to go into a 14-day quarantine. And then after that, you'd need at least, what, 7, 10 days for training camp. And that would be really abbreviated because last year for the Sens, they had 21 days between the start of training camp and the start of the regular season. So I'm hacking this thing in half just to get my training camp squeezed in there. Because you gotta have battles for jobs still. You gotta have learning, um, you know, getting familiar with your teammates and practicing your systems, maybe an exhibition game or two. And even last year they took like a four-day break for Christmas, so you might have to factor that in as well. There's no way you're gonna get it in, in time for January first at this stage. Even even if you had labor peace, which you don't have now, because there's now this back and forth now between the NHL and the NHLPA as to how much they're asking the players to defer. Uh, We've Mm -hmm. talked about it in recent episodes. They settled on a CBA back in July, and the players said, okay, we understand with the COVID challenges, we're going to defer some money. 10%. Everybody agreed to it. I think the owners thought, Jim, that COVID would be maybe wiped out by now or, or at least a lot better situation, and it's not. So they came back to the players and they're asking them to defer an additional 13% on top of that right now. Then you factor in as well the prorated salary um, that probably will have to happen because the season's probably not going to be 82 games and you're not going to get paid like it's 82 games anymore. So players aren't happy right now. And so we don't have true labor peace that we thought we have with this CBA that was signed back in July. So there's that to deal with as well hmm uh so anyway Stevie on this pandemic right they say
1: it's about an 18 month run we're not even halfway through there uh and and the cases are at an all-time high okay there's thousands and thousands of cases happening a day right now um, so the whole the whole hockey thing should be put on the back burner right um, deferring salary Steve at, at some point the hockey player is going to okay no problem but you know, back to what we were t- talking about earlier. These these billions of dollars that you know owners are throwing around. Uh, you know, Dallas, the the America's team, where that guy built a stadium for I don't know two billion mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, the the team's worth. You know, apparently Jerry Jones bought that thing for a hundred million or something, or sixty million, or one hundred fifty million, and now it's worth you know one point three billion or something like that. So a lot of these athletes are going to start to turn to the owners and go. Listen, boys, you defer. You defer. So if I'm deferring, you got to. So you you may get into a, there may be just a shitstorm there going to happen when people start to tell people they got to turn in money. But we'll see. Anyway, should be on
0: hold. No talk of the NHL. Yeah. Uh, The players don't have the leverage they normally do because usually they can just say, oh, striking. Yeah, we're not going to play. But right now, that's not really intimidating to most of the owners because. Right. A lot of the owners can save money now if there's no season at all. So I don't, and not, not to mention, you're not going to get much sympathy from the fan base, you know, for being asked to defer money. These are challenging times for a lot of people financially. So that you're being asked to put off 20, 30% of your salary to be paid in installments later on. I don't know that that's going to fly too much with many people. Anyway, we'll take a time out of the program. Back to wrap up after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Girard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions, from the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. Get into the best shape of your life right now at Popeye Supplements, Ottawa. Now until Thursday, December 3rd, it's their Cyber Week sale featuring buy one, get one free on selected items. There are fantastic deals throughout the store, including PVL whey gold protein shake mix. Buy one, get the second for only $9.99. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Don't miss Cyber Week at Popeye Supplements with six Ottawa locations to serve you. The Glen Walton Real Estate Team would like to take a moment to wish you nothing but happiness and good health this holiday season, safely surrounded by family and friends. Glenn thanks Ottawa for the support and partnership and looks forward to working with you in the years to come. Happy Holidays from the Glen Walton Real Estate Team at glenwalton.com. Let's close it down today by talking about one of the most miraculous things I've seen in sports in a while, and that was the survival of Formula One driver Romain Grosjean at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, most of you probably have seen it by now. Uh, he crashes into some kind of, uh, I don't know, it was a median of some sort, and his car cuts in half. The half that he's in is completely engulfed in flames for 30 seconds, and then he comes out. Like, just shocking. Like, at about the 10-second mark, I'm like, oh, no. The worst thought. But uh, he he basically gets out. And and Grosjean has talked for the first time. He told the BBC he saw death coming. And so he fought to get out of the wreckage for his kids. And he managed to escape with minor injuries. Burns on the back of his hands after crashing into the wall at 137 miles per hour. And it was a total heart-stopping moment. He said, I'd say... There's a feeling of being happy to be alive, of seeing things differently, but also there's the need to get back in the, in the car and, if possible, in Abu Dhabi. And that race, by the way, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix takes place December 13th. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I was wondering whether the guy would ever race again, Jimmy, after a crash like that. And if he did, how long would that take before he's physically and mentally ready? Turns out it's two weeks. Yeah,
1: I, you know that's that's the amazing thing, um, b- but I got a hint to that yesterday when they showed him in in his bed, uh, in his hospital bed, and he's got his he's got his uh, his, his two hands are kind of in traction because he he burnt the backs of his hands pretty badly, and the and the and he's like, hey everyone, yeah, no problem here, pas de problème, mon ami, everything's fine, okay, yeah, great, thanks a lot for all the tweets and the support and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go this. You know, if it was me and you turn the camera on, I'd be like ah! Yeah. You know? So, and two things, You imagine starting that sport, Steve, if you sign up and go, okay, so we got the really light cars here uh, where, where I, I just squeeze into the cockpit and there's, there's, I don't know, about four inches on each side of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. What do we got for gear here? Is it, it must be a cast iron suit of armour that I'm doing. No, 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 no. Just a little cloth.
0: Outfit here that you're gonna. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is fire on. retardant, so there's some. So there's that.
1: Right, I, I I understand that, but but like, you know, there's no shin pads here, no. Stevie. Like, at least give me some hockey gear, okay? Something, you know, <laughs> that I can wear. Some pants, a jock, something, you know, ankle guards, Steve. Anything. Uh, so there's that whole deal when guys decide to do that, and and then for this guy, uh, if he would have come out and said, uh, you know what? Um, to my fans, sponsors, to everyone, I appreciate it, but pass yeah i'm done I'm out of here, I'm done yeah I'm, I'm out of here, right I'm done and and for this guy to to come forward and sort of make and sort of just brush off the obvious, like the life flashing before your eyes, how scared you must have been, how lucky you were, uh, even this talk of near death experience and fighting for my kids, he puts all that aside, going, can't wait to get back out <laughs> in December yeah. I'm going, okay, he's got to be high on morphine or something. Yeah, I'd be like Ricky
0: Bobby, the Will Ferrell character in Talladega Nights. I'd be running around this, the, the the racetrack, stripped down to my underwear, imagining I'm on fire. I would not have the mental fortitude to just uh, to ever, I mean, at this stage, this early stage, like what, 48 hours after the thing happened, uh, to be already saying, no. yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back in two weeks. I would just not be mentally ready. Uh, so phenomenal story, and uh, well, good. Ima- imagine if this guy's at the bar, Stevie. Imagine if we run into him
1: at the bar, okay? And this guy's sitting there, and you and I are there, and uh, and and maybe uh, Al Sharon, you know Al Sharon, there, okay? Yeah, Al Sharon, the local guy, rugby player. Okay, and we're talking, and we're all going, and Al's going, I'll tell you what, there's not a tougher sport, okay? Risk every day breaking bones uh, when you play rugby. And this guy puts his hand up and goes, yeah, I got something got something, yeah. I got something a, little,
0: a little better
1: than that. Yeah, I just happened to call <laughs> up this
0: YouTube video of my accident in Bahrain yeah. last weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll trade you. Yeah. I'll trade you. I'll play rugby. You jump jump in behind the car, the wheel of an F1. Yeah. You know? All,
0: All right. right. We'll, anyway, we'll let that be our final story. We'll, yeah, it's no question. We'll let that be our final thought for today. James, we shall talk to you tomorrow. Good night, yeah. everybody. We'll see you uh, uh-huh.